Welcome to the She Runs It podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole DeBoom. And Sarah Ratzloff. We are two successful female business owners who have found strength, confidence, and community through fitness. And we want to share that gift with you. Join us as we talk about what really matters to active women. We can't wait to hang out with you. Now let's get started. Hey guys, it's Nicole DeBoom. I'm here to give you some awesome news before we start today's episode. Awesome, at least for those of us who've been anxiously awaiting the first release of Skirt Sports products under new ownership, which is basically all of us. <laughs> I am so excited to share that SkirtSports.com is open for business again. It's got a whole new look, super easy shopping experience, and most importantly, new products. Um, I passed the skirt baton in 2020 and Sarah ran with it. Her new platinum collection includes six products in five new prints and fabrics with the same amazing quality and fit you have come to love from skirt. While I'm not involved in the day-to-day operations anymore, I'm still highly involved as part of the support squad. Um, I give this launch a huge double thumbs up for fit, comfort, support, and fun factor. I mean, really, fun factor. Seriously. I personally tested the fabrics and made sure the fit was spot on, and I'm thrilled to say it is. It's a small collection, so grab your faves now. Use this code for 20% off. New Skirt 20. I'm going to repeat it. New Skirt 20 for 20% off and get ready to ramp up your workout game because the minute you get your new products, you're going to want to get moving. All right, now let's get on with the show. Episode seven. How you doing? Oh, I'm so good. How are you? I was singing our episode number. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Very nice. You know, there have been days where sometimes I just sing the thoughts that come into my head. Do you ever have those days? All the time. My kids think I'm crazy. But sometimes things are better in song version. Yeah, but have your kids started telling you, mom, don't do that. That's embarrassing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I like to take um, known songs and... Then I'm, I change up the words to like tell them whatever, like if they're supposed to be doing their homework, I'll, you know, take like brick house and change the words to them to doing oh, their yeah. homework or whatever. Yeah. They think You're it's like, ridiculous. and they don't know the songs. They have no idea. <laughs> well, and that's even better because being clueless sometimes is very important. Yes. But here's the, here's the message behind that, you know? As moms, we are persistent in our efforts (laughs) to get our kids to take notice, to listen to us, and we keep showing up for them. We do. I love how you always, you just, you, you bring it right back around to the topic. It's a, that's a skill, you know? I mean, I was just thinking about the fact that we're at episode seven. How did we get here? Persistence. Persistence. We kept showing up seven times. Yes. Well, you know, Nicole, this is one, this was a topic I know I put on our schedule because it's so near and dear to my heart. Um, You know, the only New Year's resolution I've ever kept 
to myself was um, uh, one that was patience and persistence. I think we talked about this in the mantra yeah, episode, we did. but persistence has been um, such a powerful thing for me. Um, and so I just wanted to talk about it. Uh, we talked about habits, but now we're also going to talk about persistence and, and also this idea of just keep showing up, you know, there's magic and power in, in showing up, even when you don't know what is to come or what the outcome is or, or those kinds of things. So, um, I think that that's the, what we wanted to, to talk about today is how powerful persistence in your life can be. Well, yeah. And you know, all of the women listening and there might be some men in there too, guys, it's a pretty yeah. good podcast for anybody. Um, you know, we understand what it's, it's pretty obvious to us what persistence means or what persistent yeah. means. But if you actually like look at the definition there is a word in there, a couple words that I wasn't thinking about. Cause to me, persistent mm -hmm. just means like you keep going, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep yeah. doing it. Don't stop. Don't give up. But the actual definition, if you look at it is, would you like to read it? I would. It is a firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Yes. And it's those last couple words in or phrase in spite of difficulty or opposition. You know, that's what makes persistence hard. Persistence would be very easy if there was never anything standing in our way. But what usually happens is that we set our minds to something. We give ourselves a goal, an objective, you know, uh, uh, some, something that we need to hit. And that's where persistence plays in. And once you do that, once you, once you create that burning desire to have success at that thing, mm -hmm. that's when you are truly tested, I think. Yeah. And I, I think you're hitting on, you know, something, there are so many um, goals that maybe we set for ourselves and, and new year's resolutions are super popular. And then you know, gym memberships are up for the first month of the year. And then it's difficult or there's opposition or something along those lines. And you end up stopping, um, pursuing that goal. Um, and so, you know, and then there's a whole host of things that can follow after that, um, about how you feel about yourself or the, the self-talk that you have or things like that. But, you know, persistence, I think is really something that you have to consider, as you are looking at, you know, goals that you're setting or the places that you want to be, um, in your life. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting as you set a goal, it's nice to lay out kind of how you think, okay, so if I'm, if I'm here and I want to get there, I'm going to lay out the path to get there. Right. Um, but actually one of the ways to be able to be more persistent is being able to be adaptable. So knowing that, you know, if there's a goal or somewhere that you want to get one part of being persistent is saying, you know what, that didn't look like what I thought it was going to look like, but I'm going to change my plans. I can still get to where I want to be. Um, but I have to like hit it with a different, you know, approach in some way. 
Yeah, I think that's a really, really good point. Um, it's interesting because we learn, we learn this power probably at some point in our childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you're first presented with a goal or a task, and and then we learn the beauty and the reward at the other end of being persistent once we have to push through those hurdles. And I actually think maybe I'll share a little story about when I was a kid swimmer. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, I've thought about this a lot because being disciplined when you're a 16-year-old kid, um, you know, that's that's tough sometimes. There's a lot of different things you can be doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was 16 years old, I had a goal to swim to make the national cutoff time for the hundred breaststroke. And so I had proven that I had talent, but I was still a few seconds away from hitting that time. And no one could say if it could ever happen, but I decided that I was going to try. And so what that meant was that at 16 years old, I had to wake up, set my alarm every day in the summer. This is the summer when most 16-year-olds are doing whatever they're going to do in high school. I set my alarm for 4.44 a.m. I mean, I was down to the minute here, right? I rolled out of bed, got in the car, went straight to the pool. I was in the water at 5 a.m. sharp. I swam two hours in the morning, um, got my ass kicked, Then I lifeguarded all day. Then I went back to swim from 4 to 6 p.m. And then I would eat dinner and all the muscles in my body would be twitching and buzzing and lurking around. And by 8 or 9 o'clock, I was in bed because I had to wake up at 4.44 a.m. the next day, too. And I did it, even though it was hard, even though I had no idea if I was ever going to be able to hit that goal that I wanted to hit, that habit of showing up every day, whether you were going to have an easy workout or if you were going to get a set of 10 200s breaststroke, which happened to me often, was my most hated set. um, I did it. And by the end of that summer, I had not only qualified for nationals, I had qualified for the Olympic trials. And the lesson I learned from that was almost more of a feeling I'll never forget the feeling of sort of walking on clouds after I touched the wall, jumped out of the water, and I was like, what the hell? I just did it. I did it on persistence, and I did it on faith. So I think it's a really interesting thing because I still remember that feeling, and it is over 30 years later. And that feeling is what keeps me going when I have big goals and big dreams that, you know, it tells me if you set your plan and you show up every day, you might suck that day, but you just have to get there. Then dreams can come true. And I love that story. And I think it so hits on, you know, we didn't call this just the power of persistence, the name of this podcast is keep showing up the power of persistence. And it was so important that we talk about this idea of keep showing up, right? You didn't know if you were ever going to hit that. It's, you could have said, 
you know what? I mean, the odds of me hitting this are slim to none. I'm going to go, you know, hang out with the boys and, and do what, do what 16 year olds do, but you, you didn't, you, I mean, that's some serious dedication. I'm give you kudos sister. I wouldn't, that is not what my summers looked like when I was 16, but you hit this amazing goal and it was something that was important to you and that mattered to you. And I have a feeling that if you didn't hit it in that time, um, by the end of the summer that you would have found another way because you were so dedicated to that, that goal. I, I find it hard to believe you would have given up on that. Well, and I think the thing is, you know, you find yourself in different stages of your life and it might be okay. My goal now is I want to go run a 10 K with some friends, but I don't really run that much anymore but I'm setting this goal. So now I know that I need to show up and meet them three days a week to go for our training runs. And if I don't show up, it's going to be a really, it could potentially be a horrible experience and I want it to be a good experience. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Um, this idea of, of keep showing up. It doesn't have to be the best, it doesn't have to be an amazing workout, an amazing paper, an amazing whatever it is that, but there is power in simply showing up and giving your best at that, at that time. Um, and I can, I, I can share a story from my end as well, where um, it, it was when I decided to leave Disney and took on, um, Zuma and for the first time was a, a business owner, which going into it, I thought was, I thought I knew what I was doing. I'd been working at this, you know, I was working at Disney. Like I got this, it's going to be fine. And, and I will tell you, I, I left Disney and I started this company and I was so in over my head. I, I'm usually someone who has, I have a plan. Like I know how to get there and I'll put in the work. I, and then it, it, I can, I, it, it happens, right. My goals get accomplished. Um, not everything. There are some things that I'm not great at, but in this, in kind of my business or my career, um, when I sort of decided something, I knew how to get there and I knew how to, to, um, to make it happen. And I, Nicole, I didn't, I mean, I was floundering. I, um, financially it was not pretty. And there, I was just, there were so many things I didn't know. And, um, and so every day I would literally just keep showing up and I would take whatever was coming at me that day and sometimes it changed or sometimes it didn't. And, and again, this was a different, I was used to knowing what was coming my way every day. And I didn't, I would get, I would get thrown for a loop all the time, but I just, I kept showing up. Um, and eventually it started to work itself out. Things got easier. I understood more things. I learned my learning curve, you know, was not as steep. Um, and I had to teach myself social media. I taught myself how to run the financial part of a company, like all these things um, that I didn't know. I was designing everything, making logo, you know, just, I, I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, here we are four years later and 
I, I've actually seen some of that with skirt sports of not knowing what I'm doing. Like it happens a lot, but then I just keep showing up and I, I go to the meetings and we do, you know, and, and it's, and it works. It's magic. It is magic when you put one foot in front of the other. And there, I can't tell you the number of times you probably have felt this way as well when you were doing what you're doing, where I was like, there's no way this is ever going to work out. I'm so stupid. What am I thinking? Like, and I'm like, you know what? Stop talking to yourself like that and just do it, you know, show up, keep anyone. And then it works itself out and it's so powerful. And, um, and that's really why I wanted to dedicate one of our entire episodes to this because you've seen it, I've seen it. And I think it's an important conversation for us to have. Well, can I ask you, I guess there's two common things with both of the stories we just told is that we had a very clear and unwavering desire for the thing we were aiming for to succeed. Right. That's true. Yes. Yes. And I wondered as you were talking, how do you feel about the whole like fake it till you make it phrase? (laughs) You know, people say that all the time. They're like, I don't know, fake it till you make it. Like you're walking around being a faker. But what do you think? What does that mean to you? Or do you do you poo-poo on that one? Well, I think I think there, I mean, it, it kind of relates to what we're we're saying. I mean, maybe some it was probably used in the 80s and 90s and by some you we know, just dated ourselves. <laughs> totally. We're old. So, but you know, like it was probably used in a weird way at that time, but it's kind of true. I mean, that's kind of what it is, right? Like you, if you kind of fake it a little bit and try to muddle your way through things. Um, and, and then you literally can make it. I, I mean, that's actually a really a good, I personally like keep showing up a little bit better. Oh, I do too. I do too. But you (laughs) know, this is interesting. I actually need to share a personal story. So, um, Tim and I've been married for 24 years, but it's no secret that we almost weren't married a few times throughout that 24 years. And we, Mm -hmm. we've been up and down and all around. And, um, it was about 14 ish years ago, like 10 years in, And I was super unhappy in our marriage, wanted to leave. I was also drinking and abusing alcohol and hadn't faced that, um, Mm -hmm. that I was an alcoholic and needed to quit yet. And, um, you know, our, everything came to a head one day and I said, I'm going to leave. And Mm -hmm. Tim said, I don't want you to leave. And he said, let's try, let's try let's, I will change. I'm going to ask you to change one thing. Will you quit drinking? And he said, I will change a lot of things. And I was like, Oh, you better. Cause it's all about, you got to change a lot of things. A lot more is wrong with you than me. But anyway, that's a side point. But the point of it is that I stayed. Mm-hmm. And part of it was that I, I wanted to just be able to say in 10 years when we were no longer together because I finally left that I had tried everything, right? So during this period, it took actually about six months and I am now relating it to this idea of keep showing up. I hadn't thought about it this way, but I would wake up every day. I quit drinking. I never had another Uh drink. I mean, that, that was the end 
of wow. that chapter in my life. And I'm so grateful for Tim for that. He worked on himself and made a ton of changes. He continued mm-hmm. to make changes for many years. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, but I woke up every day and I said to myself, I want to be in this marriage. Mm-hmm. And for the first many months, I didn't believe it. I just yeah. said it because I knew I needed to say it as part of the work I was doing before I would finally leave. And somewhere around six months later, I woke up one day and I said, I want to be in this marriage. I want it to work. And I realized that I did. That's amazing. And I feel like this idea of persistence and showing up and fake it till you make it. I mean, all of it might've played in a little bit to that as well as the changes we were making, but you know, it's relevant. It's all relevant. If I hadn't pushed and, and been the tough athlete that I am, I may not be here today, very happy in my marriage and really connected to my husband. So just another thought that it can transcend our sports, our running, it can transcend our business and our careers. And that this idea of persistence and showing up can also apply to our relationships. I, I absolutely agree with that. I think it, it that's a fabulous story, by the way. I did not know um, how you stopped drinking. So that's impressive that that happened like it did. But I think that's exactly what this is, right? Is this, we, we get this idea of, okay, well, if I'm going to lose weight or if I'm going to change this behavior, or if I'm going to, you know, be a better runner, here's the plan to get there. Let's Matt. And people tell you this, and I'm not saying, I also believe that by writing down your goals and by creating a path to get there, um, that that can be very helpful, but there's also this idea of, um, sort of embracing the unknown, right? Like wake up every day and you say, guess what? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to do this today. And, and it starts to, to change, you know, it, 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 it begins to snowball or roll, roll over itself. And you don't have to have all the answers, you know, I, so I am in a position where um, I've been injured since I had my kids. So first I got a neuroma and then my ACL got, cut out and I don't have any cartilage and my back hurt. Like, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I'm like the, an, an athlete, like that's been my identity my whole life. And I, I'm, I just want to be back. Right. And, um, I keep telling myself, like, I don't know how to come back to be honest. I don't know how to come back, but I've started seeking out experts. So I have a chiropractor that works with me now and she says foam roll. So I've started foam rolling. I'm like, the, the end goal of this is not that I'm running a half marathon or a 10 K the end goal is that I want to be able to move and be an athlete again without pain and without injuring myself. Honest to God, I have no idea how to get there, but I keep every day. Like I do some more squats or I do some more foam rolling or I, or I stretch in a way. And then I ask some more information and then I come back at it again the next day. And I, the, 
I haven't, I don't know what the end of the journey is yet. I know what I'd like it to be, but I don't necessarily know how to get there, but I'm sort of seeking this like interesting path of this is so important to me and I want to get there and I'm allowing, I have to allow myself the time because what I had done for a long time was like, well, who cares if I'm injured, just push it. And then, you know, then the knee goes. And then it, so I had to rework my goal and say, okay, I don't know the way. Let me seek out the information. Let me seek out the experts. Every day I'm going to learn a little bit more so that every day I'm getting a little bit stronger. And so that actually was, I wasn't intending to, but it segues into a little bit of a conversation you and I wanted to have too, is like, what's the difference between habits and persistence, right? So habits are kind of these things that you have ingrained that you do naturally, or you don't even have to think about it as much, but persistence, I think helps you get to those habits, right? Is that? Yeah. I think like, it's all tied together. I mean, I think you're, you're right. They're very, they're very closely related. Like persistence to me is a mindset. Habit is a routine, right? Absolutely. I agree. So like you have a goal or a motivation to do mm-hmm. something like your motivation is this burning desire to, you know, fix your body. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the habit is going to be the foam rolling and all of the techniques and making sure that you don't deprioritize your doctor visits and your PT and all the stuff. And uh, the persistence is the mindset to make it happen. Because part of this whole thing, again, is the fact that obstacles, difficulties, things come into play. They fly at you when you're not expecting it. And those are what make persistence, I think, a very positive kind of trait for people, you know, because it's about continuing going forward and continuing to show up even when the shit is hitting the fan. Yeah. And, you know, all the research that I did on persistence and as I looked at um, successful people or things like that. The number one trait is actually persistence, which anyone can have persistence. It's, it's going through and finding ways around, um, around the challenges around the, the, the difficulty or the opposition. Persistence is literally the number one thing that will, um, get you to where you want to be. Um, and it doesn't, and it's, you can be persistent by just showing up, you know, and, and putting your intentions towards something and seeing what happens. Um, you could exert, you know, persistence just like that. It's not, you don't have to be born with it. You don't, oh, well, you know, this person's more persistent than that. You know what? It's funny because I would always say at my career um, at Disney was part of the ways that I was successful is because I would just, I would bug the shit out of people. They didn't do what I wanted. I was the person that called them, you know, five times instead of three. And then I think they finally just wanted me to stop asking (laughs) 
they would say yes. But you know, there's so many things you can get um, accomplished by being persistent um, in your life. You know, this is actually a funny story that doesn't have anything to do with me or you, but Mm -hmm. there is a guy who skirt sports has done some cool events with his name is Dr. James Rouse. Dr. James. And he's kind of a holistic naturopath guy and he's spiritual and he's, he's a foodie, wrote some cookbooks and he's just awesome. He's a, he's a speaker. He's been on the stage with some of the biggest names in the world. And he told me (laughs) that he decided one day that channel nine news in Colorado needed to have him on the air for like a cooking or food, you know, segment once a week and that he was going to infuse it with love. And so he emailed or called, he didn't email, he called them every day for 356 days, not 65, just under a year. He called them for just under a year, every single day. And then one day they Mm -hmm. called him back. He's now been on nine news for like nine years or something doing a show. Yeah. And, uh, it can work. Sometimes it's just a matter of waiting it out until it's the right time. Mm-hmm. Isn't that I, interesting? <laughs> yes, but it's so, but that's, it's so true. There are so many stories out there about that of just, you know, following up, following up, following up, following up. And then it, it happens, whether it's because they just want you to stop following up or it's because it, sometimes people want to see that it matters that much to you, you know, and he probably didn't know if they were ever going to say yes. That's true. (laughs) It's totally true. Yes. But you know, I also think, and you mentioned this earlier too, like we're not alone in this game Mm -hmm. and having people who can help us maintain the internal and sometimes external strength to continue to be persistent is really, really important. And that can be your training group, like the Zuma run club. Oh my God. Talk about persistence partners. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's showing up everywhere in that group. Um, it can be your own personal board of advisors, which is something that I have done from day one in business. And, uh, I suggest everybody in their lives do it, no matter what they are doing, no matter what their career is, um, that they, they get a group of people who can have their back, who they can call. They might not talk to them often, but they can call any time that an obstacle hits to help them see a way around it. Because often we can't see a way around it. And Sarah, I have to tell you this funny story about when I started skirt. Can I? Yes, absolutely. We're at 28 minutes. Um, We, uh, when I started skirt, I decided to launch these crazy skirts. They were silver and shiny blue at this uh, marathon expo. It was the free, uh, free scale marathon in Austin. Now Mm. it's called something else like Austin marathon. Um, And we showed up. And we had, our booth was insane. There were me and a bunch of my friends. All we had was two products and two colors. We didn't have tops or anything. We we wore tops. Okay, I promise. Uh Um, We had literally had a blow up doll as like our mascot and our model. Because we could pack her up. We named her Judy. I don't know why. And she was not 
she was fully, she didn't have any holes. Okay. So she was fully PG. I, because that's sort of what was I'm envisioning and it's not, I know. So so this is our booth though. We have a blow up doll hanging with a skirt and a swimsuit. We're walking around wearing these crazy skirts. People are walking by like, Whoa, what is that? I have no idea what that is, but man, there's some good energy there. I think I got to have me some of that, except for this one woman who walked up. She looked our booth up and down, looked me up and down. And she looked at me and she goes, running skirts. Yeah, we were going to try that. It's not going to work. Turns out she was from Brooks. Yeah. She walked away. And instead of me, I don't know what she wanted me to think from that. But Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, that would be a hurdle, right? Like make you go, oh my God, I'm totally self self paranoid or paranoid. Now I've got a blow up doll in my booth and what the heck are we wearing? And why did I think this was a good idea in the first place? And if a company like Brooks was going to try this and they decided not to even give it a go, then why am I doing? doing? Yeah. But, um, instead we moved forward. We sold, I don't know, thousands of dollars of skirts that day at our launch, went off and ran the Austin marathon, um, shrunk down our, our, uh, blow up model and took her out for the next expo and kept going. We just kept going because I believed in it so much. Yeah. I believe that this product was going to change women's lives. Yeah. I don't know if that story was more about a blow up doll or about (laughs) persistence or showing up. But I think the point I was trying to make is that sometimes these obstacles show up that seem like they might be legit and they make you pause for a second. And you've got to remember to reconnect to your inner drive. And it doesn't, I think what's important to remember is it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? Like, Judy, I'm sure she was lovely. Those were (laughs) shiny skirts, but maybe they weren't the perfect prototype or wasn't, you know, but you were there. And so I, um, this idea really has cemented in my mind. Um, many of our listeners may know coach Marsha, um, who does a lot of our coaching, uh, for the zoom and challenges, but she also does our social media. And she, I told her the other day, she doesn't probably even remember saying this, but I, I would obsess like over, you know, the social media posts or whatever, like, oh my God, it has to be perfect. I can't put anything up unless it's perfect. I can't, I mean, really obsessing. And she was like, it really doesn't matter if it's perfect or not. You just need to be present. You need to be relevant. You need to have a presence. It's the power is not in the power is not in it being perfect. The power is in it being there over and over and over. And that's how it accomplishes its goal. And the same thing with you. I mean, skirts, not perfect, but it's a, it's a thriving business that had started a revolution, you know, and that, and that's because you showed up, but you weren't, perfect every time you had Judy, the blow up doll and, but you were there. And, and I think that's the power, you know, is you don't have to show up and be perfect. You don't have, but if you hadn't been there, 
If you hadn't been there, skirt, skirt couldn't have launched. Nope. Right. If, if you're not, not there. Launched. Yep. So you don't have to be perfect, but there is power in, in the presence. There's power in the consistency. There's power in continuing to show up. Um, and you can have angst in whatever way it is, but I think the importance is that you show up. Maybe it's not the most perfect run of your life. Maybe you're hit like just because you didn't run the hills as fast as you thought you would, or your splits, like you still ran them. You know, when you started, when you got up every morning and you swam, maybe it wasn't perfect. Like maybe you had some really bad days, um, but you still were there. And that it's, that is what I wanted to really talk about today. And I feel like we've done a good job is that's where the power is, you know, be there, show up. Maybe you and Tim and your marriage every morning you woke up and you said, I want to be in this marriage, but maybe you had a terrible fight that day. Maybe you guys were mean to each other or, you know, but you woke up every day committed to what you wanted to be. And then now where, look where you are, you know? Well, and I do think that the, what you take away, the reward for being persistent in your life can Mm -hmm. evolve and should evolve as you go. If I was expecting to be walking on air, like I was when I was 16 and had that amazing race and, you know, made the Olympic trials, like for everything that I'm persistent with in my life, like that's not realistic. So it's about finding the small happiness, small happinesses, you know, Um, small gifts of happiness within that daily habit of showing up and getting, you know, moving your life forward in a way that, that makes you feel good. Yeah, I agree. I concur. So what, let's talk about what are people doing right now? How are they showing up? How are you showing up in your life? How are you taking a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition? How are you doing that? We want to hear, we want to know. Yeah. And I want to know, you know, what, what are the parts you don't know either, right? So where are you, where are you trying to go? Um, but where do you need help? Can we help you? Can others in our community help you? Um, you know, can we lean on each other to, to get where you want, where you want to be, you know? You know, Sarah, in one of our very first conversations we ever had, you told me that your ultimate goal in life was to be a mentor, a guide and a helper for other women in business or life to empower them to find their happiness and, and empower them to be successful. And I think that just by asking that question, you already are. (laughs) Hopefully this podcast is doing a little bit of that. And I want people to know that we're accessible. Reach out, tell us, you know, answer our questions. Tell us what you want to hear next. Tell us your stories because this yeah. is a, a journey that doesn't really have an end. And I think that's one of the big points here is that this isn't about persistence tor- towards reaching one goal. You know, yeah. it's also about finding those happy, bright spots within your everyday actions. Yes. 
when you show up with a positive attitude and everyone around you can feel it. So that's what I say. Let's keep showing up with a smile. That's true. And you never know what will happen. You just, you don't, the craziest things can happen, which is awesome. Like you might buy a skirt company when you had no idea that that was ever (laughs) anything you wanted to do. And you know, what's really funny when, when it almost doesn't happen and then the former owner calls you and you go, well, I was probably going to start my own clothing company because I got so excited about the idea. (laughs) You know, if it didn't happen, I was going to do it on my own. So I'm glad that, uh, that it all worked out like it did. Me too. I'm going to keep showing up every day here in Steamboat, plugging away, enjoying um, what's around me, because that is my goal right now is to just sit in the in-between of life, enjoying, but I need to show up every day to do it. If I laid in bed and didn't take those steps out because I was scared of what might happen, I'll never find the next thing. That's exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, With that in mind, Nicole, I think maybe it's time for the three takeaways. Let's do it. So, and I would, do you have any takeaways that you would want to, we could ping pong this. Um, Why don't you start? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pong your ping. Bitch. Did you really just throw that my way? Am I going to ping your pong? Um, Okay. So my number one takeaway is. Um, that there is incredible power in simply showing up and being present, being there as you pursue a goal, as you want, try to become the person that you want to be. You don't have to have the answers, but just being there and having a presence can get you where you want to be. And it's very powerful. So that's takeaway number one. Um, I would maybe venture to say that when things are uncomfortable, but you have made a decision to push through them, that is when you will truly be tested and when your greatest rewards can come. I love that. Cool. That's awesome. Okay. And then the third takeaway is seek out mentors, friends, experts. You are not alone in your journey. And when trying to continue and be persistent, you are not alone. Reach out to others and just ask. You don't even have to know what the question is. You can just ask and lean on others and you may be surprised at the wisdom that comes your way. So those are great. I like those takeaways. Actually, (laughs) I've now decided that we're going to tell our audience to just ask us something. Ooh, (laughs) yes. So just ask. We might not have any idea, but we might be able to send you to someone who knows, or it may become a future episode topic. Well, and we would like to ask you, if you enjoyed this episode, um, follow us or um, subscribe to the podcast um, and rate and review us. We are running a contest right now. If you 
uh, rate and review us and subscribe. Um, you're entered to win a $300 gift card to Skirt Sports. So we would love to see that. And what's really um, cool is that we've been trending in the top 100 of health and fitness podcasts on iTunes from week one. So let's keep that ranking up there. You guys are amazing. You, are. you know what women want. We want the yes. real thing. That's right. Thank you for listening. And we will see you on the next episode.